Well, my name is Brian. And I'm Cammie. <laughs> and we are talking about a summer gospel. Yes, we are. Just as people are out and about, like, in relationships, how do we get the gospel into those relationships? Yep. To the extent that Jesus has that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm of the assumption that more people in our life are there for a God-given gospel reason than, than not. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever had conversations with someone and you're like, oh, that's why we were put in each other's path. It's so cool. I yeah. love that. I love, Or I love introducing someone to someone else and there's all these connections. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's why you were introduced. Well, well, down the road, everyone likes doing the everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Well, live out some of those reasons like right. while they're happening. <laughs> like, just stop looking. Pretend, pretend like it's not all, not all coincidence. Yes. Yeah. It's not- <laughs> Postscript. <laughs> Live your story while it's happening, people. Right. <laughs> All right. And uh, this coincides with the book we wrote together, Everyday yeah. Gospel. And so the stories we'll talk about today are related to chapters two and three. Yep. The chapters are called uh, uh, Eating with More Significant Relationships mm-hmm. and Listening to the Real Story. Yep. And I think when we're talking about eating with people, like, it doesn't actually have to be food. It's right. just like, that is just one of the more natural reasons to get together and experience relational space with people. Yes. It gives you something to do with your hands <laughs> while you're talking so that you're not... Yeah, because it is. It's It, it can be... Unless you're extremely ex- extroverted to the 10th degree, um, it can be a little unnerving getting to know someone and asking questions about them and answering questions about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so eating does give that that little common ground of we all gotta gather around a table anyway let's do it together it is something to do yep yep Yep. um and and honestly i i kind of got into i I need to get back into this Hmm. i actually my my heart is there to get back into this i felt for a long time um you know well after the the concern of the pandemic virus was kind, kind of abated people still didn't want to hang out yeah. and so I didn't want to hang out either and so like like we used our stimulus check mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of all that uh, plus the vacation we didn't take to buy a hot tub Woo. and then proceeded to invite nobody over <laughs> like uh, no, granted that's like a weird invite between adults right and stuff like that but yeah. uh, that or uh, um, I, I know someone with boat access right now I know I know how to get a hold of a boat mm-hmm. and I had it last summer mm-hmm. and I mostly used it for myself right I, that would it, be an easy one too. It's a pontoon boat, people. Right. I could have <laughs> invited some friends along. Could have cruised the lake in comfort. <laughs> uh, it's time to get out uh-huh. of that mindset. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think people really are ready to thrive on relationships again, and my heart's been missing it. Yeah. Yep. I think we've just lived isolated too long. I mean, it's only been a couple of years, but it just it's been in long enough that we're starting to really feel and see the the results of living that isolated. So mm-hmm. that's good. Okay. Hypothetical or very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just rapid fire back and forth. Here's the relational spaces we would invite people to. So for, for me, number one, like noon, Sunday, mm-hmm. on a lake, picnic and drinks, two other families, pontoon boat. Like that's probably my, my, my prime invite. Do I get an invite to that? Uh, <laughs> It sounds really fun. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. We, we 
That would be really fun. Let, let's put a public invite out to right? all podcasts. If, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you are invited. First person to rate our podcast <gasps> decently, oh. and you get to you get to pontoon with Cammy and I. That's amazing. This summer. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's a great one. I really like to invite families to the beer garden. Mm -hmm. The local beer garden is awesome. There's a playground right there. There's usually some live music. You don't have to drink beer. There's also ice cream and food. And it's just a great environment to, to have people over. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say frozen pizzas and basement. Yes. For my son's friends. Yes. It takes so little. Like, uh, mm -hmm. interestingly, my son is hosting a birthday party for another friend and his 15 closest friends Fun. Uh, this this weekend. And it's kind of exciting, but we had to like run through the budget. And mm -hmm. sure enough, for 35 bucks, you can have, you can hit the standard of high school boys. That's amazing. And okay, and why not? Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's food and yeah. it opens relationship. Yeah, that's good. Um, a coffee, coffee date, uh, mm -hmm. coffee, anything. Uh, and I think it's even more fun if you pick something other than Starbucks. Go mm -hmm. to a unique coffee shop in the area, local something. That's mm -hmm. super fun. One of my favorite ones that I, I know I listed in the book as an example is like th three o'clock on the patio. Mm -hmm. The like the happy hour. It is. Yeah. It's totally. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is the happy hour, but something about the vibe of. I'm leaving work a couple hours early yeah. today, yeah. And I'm kicking off the weekend with with you. And usually it's just one other fella. Mm -hmm. Sometimes two. No, you're not invited to that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You can't invite yourself to all of my fun. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing it. Just show up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa will be so excited. She'll be like, finally, another female in my. my she probably would. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So you are invited. Again, okay. Then. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Second um, person to leave yes. a nice podcast review. There you go. You get the the, the patio and the microbrewery tour. That's great. Uh, I think we just did this a couple weeks ago with our staff. Is like pull out a barbecue if you have one at work, mm -hmm. or just bring sandwiches and pull out for your staff, for your coworkers, like during the noon time, and get outside mm -hmm. and sit outside and mm -hmm. shoot the breeze. Yeah, super fun. And are you excited as you're listening to this? Like so I, many options. I just I hope you are smiling right now, mm -hmm. picturing yourself in a couple of these places, mm -hmm. picturing yourself hosting a couple of places. Right. And as you would invite someone into this, I think they would they would feel love. Mm -hmm. They would feel hospitality. Mm -hmm. Love and hospitality are key components of the gospel of Jesus. Yeah. And that, that's what we're trying to communicate is that. Just inviting people into some relational space, probably involving food, mm -hmm. um, and already the the, the gospel's there mm -hmm. even before it's been proclaimed. And I think we often, as people, feel like we have to make it this really complicated thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like I love that you said frozen pizzas in a basement. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be a four course meal with you know all these paper invitations and napkin rings like it can just be frozen pizzas and a basement for some teenage boys or a back patio like it doesn't have to be crazy and I think that that is oftentimes hang up as 
as our human nature is to want to probably um, impress the people that we're trying to get to know into uh-huh. liking us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's just me. Um, but I do think that there is just something to just loving people right where you're at with what you have mm-hmm. and not putting a ton of extra energy or time or finances into it. And if for some reason hosting causes you anxiety, wouldn't I, I'd appreciate some... Plenty of people do. Yeah. Or your home's just not set up that way. Well, take them to where you are going. Mm-hmm. I am going to Summerfest. Right. Or the, uh, uh, I know the Milwaukee Art Museum has their outdoor art festival. Yeah. There's good. a kite festival. There's mm-hmm. Italian fest, Polish fest. There's <laughs> All just kinds fest, of fest, fest. Like, yes. just say, hey, I'm, I'm going. Mm-hmm. You, you want to join my family? Yeah. And it's, it's easy there. That's great. Let's talk, though, about the conversations. Yeah. The weirdest thing amongst absolutely every Christian I've ever known is that when it comes to talking at a gospel level with someone, they're wondering, how do I make the awkward, quirky, non-natural transition mm-hmm. to, do you know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Yeah. We got to make it that weird? We don't, <laughs> first of all. Um, I think the key is is uh, transparency, going there first, right, and mm-hmm. talking about the things that that uh, you that are very real to you. Um, but in the book, we talk about the two words, hope and hurt. Mm-hmm. So what are their hopes? What are their hurts? Um, and we do give some sample questions in the book, but uh, just a genuine interest in who they are as a people, in what their story is, in, you know, what makes them them, mm-hmm. um, I think is is really what drives these conversations and opens it up and makes people feel loved and appreciated mm-hmm. and seen and, and known. Um, and it doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be, let me shove what I know about Jesus down your throat. It can just be, who are you and mm-hmm. how can I get to know you better? And then from there, the the trust and the, the confidence builds. That is absolutely what chapter three is about. Mm-hmm. Just getting to know the person. Yep. And don't you dare overcomplicate this too much. Mm-hmm. Like you do not need a whole book to explain to you how to be a curious person who asks questions. Right. Like you just be curious. Like I want think- to know the person's life. Yeah. And ask good questions corresponding to it. I think some people see that as inappropriate or like it's none of their business. Like, I don't know. I don't know why that is, Mm -hmm. but I love that you said that. Be a curious person. It's okay Mm -hmm. to be curious. It's okay Mm -hmm. to ask questions. Actually, people probably appreciate that you ask questions and you want to get to know them. Mm -hmm. And so don't be shy to ask. And they don't want to answer it. They don't have to answer it, right? But at least you, you showed an interest in them. I think you would actually be the hero in the conversation by bringing a real question yes so what what melissa and i do is when people are coming over we try to think of two good questions Mm, that's good that are Mm non-superficial so it's it's not what is work like how are the kids doing Mm -hmm. we don't get stuck on sports and weather indefinitely right it's just two good questions Mm -hmm. and uh, again to what you're saying it doesn't have to be uncomfortably invasive like what's your deepest darkest sin and why won't you stop (laughs) 
Shout out to Maddie Timmons. <laughs> oh man, if, uh, if if Maddie if Maddie Timmons used that joke once, he used it two hundred times. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the, a question like, so what's your biggest challenge in parenting? Yeah. Right now. That's good. Or besides what do you do when when work is over like Mm -hmm. what do you really want your retirement to feel like yeah like or what what part of your did you feel like you lost touch of yourself somewhere around the parenting and Mm the working and what part of you would you go back to Mm -hmm. when when the kids are out and the work is done Mm -hmm. like just a really good life question Mm mm-hmm and I don't think people feel like you're, you know, try, getting x-ray vision into what what does their exposed self look like. It's just who, who are you? Yeah. Yep. 